This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. That's 38% of respondents this year said supply was their most hot issue, closely followed by staffing and scheduling at 25%. That's Water Quality Products Magazine Managing Editor Lauren Del Cello talking about their state of the industry survey that they conduct each year at this time. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote the betterment of water quality around the world. Find us at our website, wqa.org, on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode number 244. If you're joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss a show. It's the magic of podcasting. And if you've been a listener for a while and would feel so inclined, please do us a favor and go to Apple Podcasts where you can leave a rating and review. We're publishing this on December 8th of 2021. Happy holidays to you and your family from WQA Radio. In this episode, we'll talk with Lauren Del Cello about what's on the minds of readers of her magazine, Water Quality Products. What was the biggest concern in 2021? What were some of the trends that she has seen? And what's one of the new products that readers were adding to their business model over the past year? Later, we'll have our WQA tip. And now, on to my conversation with Lauren Del Cello on WQA Radio. We welcome to the program Lauren Del Cello, who is the managing editor of Water Quality Products Magazine and a good friend of WQA. So, Lauren, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Wes. It's a pleasure to be back. We had you on last year to talk about the WQP State of the Industry Survey, and we wanted to do it again. We thought it was so successful because you were able to give us insights about what WQP was seeing from its readers, and we wanted to share that with WQA members and, and listeners to the podcast, which you know we have folks who are not members. And by the way, if you're not a member, now's the perfect time to join, right, close to the end of the year, uh, getting ready for 2022. It is the perfect time to join. And we can talk more about that later. But but Lauren, tell us about this survey. Uh, give us the a little background again. You do this every year. How many people do you talk to? And et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Of course, Wes. First of all, I would like to thank all water quality products readers who participated in this annual State of the Industry Survey. It is so vital for tracking trends over time and informing our coverage. And also thank you so much, Wes, for inviting me back on the show. It's very fun to have time to touch base together. So the WQP State of the Industry Survey and then the subsequent annual report that comes out at year end that I produce, it's a audience survey that we've conducted for more than 10 years. I think we're going on 11 now. In total, this year, we had 187 respondents to the survey with 100% completion rate, which is pretty great. And we asked 17 questions total this year regarding topics such as age, 
region demographics, market segments, product offerings, positive and negative business impacts, topics of concern, education, and more. So overall, in a nutshell, the goal of the survey and report is to track trends and assess the industry's educational needs. And did you break it down by dealer, manufacturer, and other category? Yes, we do break that down. In I terms of the respondents? The third question, and dealer is definitely the uh, most responded category. Okay. And as far as the questions go, did you throw in any new questions this year, or is it pretty consistent with years past? Um. Mostly yes, but a little bit of no. So we try to keep the questions tried and true annually to provide a really consistent benchmarking over time. Though in 2020, the WKB editorial team and myself completely reworked aspects of the survey to more accurately address current business trends like the increasing role of digital technology and the evolving impacts of the coronavirus pandemic. This year's survey remained relatively consistent with last year's updated version, though we did add additional relevant lines relating to air purification and the supply chain, which I am excited to dig into with you. Yes, let's do so. Uh, first of all, do you have some high-level observations? Absolutely. That is a huge question because there's a lot to unpack, especially as we've yet again had a year with a bit of an unusual business climate, to say the least, between the resurgence of the Delta environment variant, increasing severe weather events, a talent pool shift, and of course, unprecedented supply chain obstacles. So in the 2020 report last year, the impacts of COVID-19, budget impacts, and shift to digital technologies were highlighted as some of the key takeaways. But in this year's report, finding and retaining talent, market diversification with a focus on sustainability and wellness, and supply chain impacts were the top areas of concern. So I'll start quickly with market diversification and the impact of consumer trends. So the past few years have seen an increase in consumer focus on both sustainability and wellness. In fact, WQA's own consumer opinion study supports this as well, which is great data, by the way. Super appreciate it. Um, so this year, the WQP editorial team added air purification as an option to relevant survey questions relating to product lineup and business growth. This option was not previously included in the survey and will be very interesting to track year over year moving forward. Completely new option. So when respondents were asked, which of the following products and service categories does your business offer? 19% marked air purification. And I do want to note that this was a check all that apply question. So the sum is not going to be a pie. And then as usual, filtration and softening and conditioning were other most common responses, though disinfection and valves were common as well. Then the other key point, supply chain. I'm here. I'm sure you're hearing a ton of this. I'm sure your membership is hearing a ton of this too. It's no surprise. But it was interesting when compared to last year's the 2020 survey and report. Because in 2020, when we asked readers what aspect of your organization has been most severely impacted by the coronavirus, 23% of respondents answered demand, which made that the most popular response to that question. Makes a lot of sense, you know, considering at that time of the COVID-19 pandemic with shelter-in-place orders, we saw increase in consumer awareness in wellness, home improvement, things like that. But however, the ripple effect of demand coupled with freighting issues has led respondents to answer that supply is most impacted in 2021. That's 38% of respondents this year said supply was their most hot issue, closely followed by staffing and scheduling at 25%. 
So I'd be curious on your input to Wes, you know, what are you seeing on how these couple key trends that I just outlining are impacting your membership or how you're seeing that play out as well? You know, Lauren, I would say that mirrors what we're seeing and hearing here at the association because supply chain, every conversation, uh, it seems, and and you may remember from mid-year and back Mm -hmm. at convention in July in Las Vegas, that was a topic that was very much on the minds of our members. In addition, I think just the the uncertainty surrounding that um, and also what what things can be done. Uh, I just was, you know, talking to a few of our members. And one of the things that came up was uh, how can we streamline our production process? What other things can we do to help things along? Even when the supply chain is as bad as it is, are there other things we can do? So there's been some innovation, some imagination that has come into play on the part of our members as well. I wanted to go back to one thing you had mentioned about the air purification Yes. So it, what it sounds like then is that there's been some diversification of business offerings and that our members who are mostly focused on water treatment products are finding that there's also a, a new niche of air purification to offer their customers as well. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, exactly. And that's why I really wanted to bring that data point up because it's new. It's something we haven't looked at before. And I think it's something that we should all keep our eyes on as well. So if you invite me back next year, we'll see what the data looks like in in years to come. But just in conversations I'm having with, you know, industry members and readership as well, I'm seeing, you know, we have to innovate. We have to stay ahead of the curve. We have to keep ahead. And maybe product diversification is a way to do that. Yes, I think so. Was there anything cited as the most pressing issue or the most pressing concern? Or perhaps another way to put it is, you know, what keeps them up at night? So we actually asked the question, what is the greatest challenge your business will face in the next 24 months? And it's one of my favorite questions of the survey because it's the only question we have open-ended. Readers are invited to write in and state in their own words in your words, what's keeping them up at night, right? So responses definitely mimic some of those key trends that I previously referenced. In 2020, staffing, staying healthy, and keeping up with demand were the top responses in this writing write-in section. Staffing and employee retention undoubtedly remain an important issue with 2021 respondents as well. One of the one of the most popular writing options here. But product shortages and supply chain issues were listed as most pressing as well. In fact, many respondents listed they were ready to expand operations, but supply chain issues were a key barrier. And then the last noteworthy point is keeping updated on new regulations was listed as one of the greatest challenges to come. Uh, super vital, especially now as we're potentially looking at some changes with the infrastructure bill that just went through this uh, past week as we're recording now and regulations to come in the new year. Yeah. Now, did were you able to get any further into the thinking about the hiring uh, challenges that they are facing and the need for new staffing? Are, were they saying anything else about that or was that pretty much just the concern that was registered in that response? Yeah, that's a tough issue because there's not a silver bullet, right? And it's an issue that we talk about year over year, but it does seem like it's at a little bit of a peak right now. Um, Some common write-in responses for that as well were saying, you know, oh, maybe I'm facing retirement soon and I'm having trouble finding a pipeline of employees to fit that, or oh, maybe I'm having difficulty keeping my current employees motivated when there's difficulty finding new members. So not a silver bullet, but something that we as an industry, I think, can keep working towards together. 
So as you wrap this up, any final thoughts in terms of what our listeners might want to, uh, to you know, dig into the report uh, in, in the WQP magazine or online? Uh, what else they'll see? What else they'll uh, uh, perhaps be able to glean? And, uh, and then how do they get more information about it? Absolutely, absolutely. So I am really excited about this year's report because uh, market trends are so different in these past couple of years. You know, the market's evolving really rapidly right now. So it's an exciting time to be in water and an exciting time to um, tell those stories. So I'm excited to share that with you all. Um, as far as where to find more information, I provide an analysis of all this data and tr- in a trends forecast in the November-December 2021 issue of WQP, but there's also going to be an additional further in-depth analysis with expanded data points in a special report only available on www.wqpmac.com. And as always, my inbox is always open for feedback and to engage in dialogue with water quality professionals at wqpeditor at sgcmail.com. And I'll see you all in Orlando in April. Uh, again, Lauren Delcello, Managing Editor of Water Quality Products Magazine. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Wes. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed, so long from WQA Radio.